welcome back lift lovers for episode seven i am your host alice black and today we are stuck in a lift with a book lover a huge lord of the rings fan and has previously worked in the film industry we all know her as the queen editor of the lift industry news it's the one and only pat reddin doors closing Welcome to the 13th floor. Stuck in a lift HQ. Pat, hi, how are you? Hi, Alice. I'm great, thank you. And it's so lovely to actually meet you at last. Finally. Well, still virtually, we still need to go for a coffee. Um, we'll do, we'll definitely do that. We'll 100%. Oh, well, yeah. I'm so pleased and honoured to have you on Stuck in a Lift today. Um, it's very exciting um, to speak to you. Um, so we're going to go in with question number one. Um, so what did you want to do when you left school? Oh, I was definitely going to work in a bookshop. I'd um, I'd worked, that was my Saturday job, and I loved it so much. And I love reading. So that was my dream job. And then I kind of realised that that wasn't really going to be a career as such. Uh, I had to change my mind. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what's your favourite genre of book? I love... Um, well, my Desert Island book, if I turn the question around a bit, my Desert Island book, the one that I would take with me, would be Lord of the Rings. So I read it, I reread it every other year, completely. All of them? All of them. Start to finish. Um, from start to finish, yes. And sometimes I go crazy and start with The Hobbit as well. Um, oh. So I think it's that sort of, it's that fantasy genre. So, no, I love Philip Pullman, of his Dark Materials and everything like that. But I'm also not averse to a bit of a a, a cheesy rom-com. <laughs> Brilliant. So that was your dream job. So what did you actually do when you left school? Um, so I did a very sensible job. So I was on the graduate training scheme with the John Lewis Partnership. I started off in ladies' hats and shoes in John Lewis, High, in, John Lewis in Oxford Street and moved on to Milton Keynes when that opened and ran the toy department, which was... That was probably my best job ever. It was during Star Wars, and uh, so that was that was amazing. Um, and stayed with the partnership until I got offered a much better job with a lot more money in a company car. <laughs> and then fickle creature that I am, I moved on. So, <laughs> um, and that's how I got into the world of sales promotion. Um, stayed with that for many many years until, uh. Well, not not even until the lift industry came calling. I mean, that was a that was coincidental. So um, until God knocked on my door, I think that's really what happened. <laughs> okay, so if we go back to John Lewis, um, did you learn any lessons whilst that being your first job that you oh, that's kind God. of stayed with you? Oh, most definitely, most definitely. I think they they teach you you never judge anybody because you will have the wealthiest people ever coming in looking not looking like they've just stepped out of sleeping on the street and then the sort of people that are dressed up to the nines who've got no manners whatsoever so it's very much you treat everybody as you would want other people to treat you so it's the it's the do as you would be done by approach um and that was a very valuable lesson and i think and the other one was that you talk to everybody is is equal even in something that's extremely hierarchical like retail 
is the guy that is sweeping the floor is just as important as the managing director. Um, and that was a really valuable lesson. So it's just be nice to everybody and then hopefully they'll be nice back to you. Fingers crossed. Was that John Lewis's motto or was that like in-house training whilst you was there? Oh, that, no, that was in-house training. No, their motto was never knowingly undersold, which they've dropped recently ah, because they, okay. they can't cope with uh, online pricing anymore. So what did you study? Did you go to university? Did you study? I did. I went to university and um, both my parents were teachers, so I didn't really have much of a choice. Uh, um, so I went to Exeter University where I had three amazing years and I believe they gave me a degree out of pity because uh, I did uh, studied English literature. Uh, I did very little work, but I had the time of my life. Um, very about. involved in lots of clubs and societies, was involved in the student union, went to every single concert there was going and just just amazing three years. And uh, so loved it, loved it. Why did you choose that subject? I think, again, it goes back to, I just, my bookshop, going back to the bookshop, I have always loved reading and I read, I read very fast and I read a lot. So I'll probably read two books a week easily. And, and so it was, it was all part of that. And I wanted to, English had been my favourite subject at school. uh, And I guess I was good at it. So it made sense to go on and study in more depth um so and extra is fantastic university highly recommend it anybody listening whose children are thinking about where to go extra that's kind of then led you into right i'm going to do an english degree and i want to kind of work with books is that the route that you was going yeah down? I, th- I think so i dabbled with the idea of being a teacher as well um okay. uh, i think you you sometimes you look at your parents and what role models they are as well um and then decided that wasn't what I wanted to do uh and then ended up with the job working with children anyway bizarrely so right well let's let's get into that so how did your lift career begin uh well um I have to go a little bit back in seven years back in time I think it's um I was working in the sales promotion industry that at that time and um, I specialised in um, family-friendly movies. So I would put the films together with huge brands like Kellogg's and Holiday Inn and Burger King and McDonald's, all those sorts of people. And so work with work with the film studios um, to make those connections. And then um, things weren't going brilliantly and you... It's an industry that is very, uh, Hollywood can be very challenging. It can be very shallow. And an opportunity came up to have a complete change in my life, which was to uh, start as a director of a charity, children's charity called Lighthouse Central, which puts on holiday clubs, non-residential holiday clubs for children in the summer holidays. Um, it's a Christian charity and through that uh, I met a guy called Richard Peters who some of your listeners will know because he is one of the legends in the lift industry um, and his company Peters Research and Richard 
was heavily involved with Lighthouse as a volunteer, and he had actually written their database. So I got to work with him really closely, and he offered me a, a desk in his office, and then I got to know the team at uh, Peter's Research, started to understand what Elevate as a product was about, got lots of lift jargon by osmosis. Um, and then last year, when he decided that uh, after a conversation with some other people, that he would like to start a new magazine for the lift industry in the UK, he said to me, I was reducing my number of days for Lighthouse, and he said, would I like to help him out by becoming the editor of this fledgling magazine? And uh, I have huge respect for Richard and uh, believe in him wholeheartedly. So I said, yes. Amazing. And so that's it. Not knowing anything, Alice, to be honest, not knowing anything about lifts and probably still for knowing very, very little. So... But luckily, I'm surrounded by an amazing group of people who know a very great deal um, and are fantastic supporters and advisors. Um, so it's it's been brilliant. So what would you say your top lift fact would be that you've learned along the way? Oh, blimey. A top lift. Do you know what? I was at, um, so I was at Interlift a, a few weeks back um, and uh, on the Serapid stand, and I was introduced to rigid chain technology. And that blew me away. The fact that that by not having a rope that that will stretch, then you can lift these incredible loads. And they were telling me all these examples of um, how they move swimming pools off stages and in very wealthy people's houses. And in a lift and and just you think of a lift and you think oh that's I go into that in a in a, an office a shop a, at the airport and then how much more they can do how much how the variety that mm. there is within the lift industry is just it just blows me away every every week yeah I mean you can have a lift for literally anything anything right? yeah anything literally anything Oh, wow. Okay. So if we go into detail, a little bit more detail for the lift industry news. So why did it start? Well, um, there had been a magazine for the lift industry called Elevation, which was very successful. Um, the the people who owned that decided to sell it. They sold it to an uh, American company who also very successful, Elevator World, who are a big media company. Um, and there was a a feeling that it had become a little too Americanized. Uh, the the size had changed, so it was an American size of uh, print, and a lot of the stories were not about the UK industry. So there was a feeling there was a gap in the market to talk about the amazing industry that we have in the UK, um, but still keeping a global focus about really, really focusing in on all the great companies that that work within this vibrant industry within uh, within our country, uh, so that was that was the thinking behind it. Um, great support from all sorts of uh, so from Leah, um, from Sibsi Lifts Group, from um, Safed, uh, and from you know, other organisations that were very supportive of having something that was UK focused. 
And the UK industry has also been incredibly supportive and very positive towards the magazine, which is good. What happened next? So you had this idea. Um, so how did you start gathering the content for the magazine? So like, how did you decide what to put in it? Well, we had a um, a meeting with uh, the sort of the team that work on it. Um, and we're very lucky to have uh, Dave Cooper, who is obviously, again, one of the leading people within the lift industry, huge experience in consultancy. Um, the late, great Gina Barney, and sadly lost to us this year. Uh, Richard himself and all his experience. Um, Emma Mackley, who works for Leah um and does all a lot of their social media so it's really well connected uh and then through emma we found an amazing designer the lovely sonia uh and then through richard a great copywriter as well so we had a very good team that came into place very fast and we just sat down and you know had a good look at the other magazines in the marketplace uh my good friends ulrika with lift journal and madalena with elevatory uh, everything that um, in the elevator world canon of, of magazines that they have, um, what's online, all the rest of it, and just said, right, of this, what have we got that makes us different and what do we want to focus on? And I very much wanted to get a balance between the the technical aspects of a lift, because that's what the Lift and Escalator Symposium is all about. So that's, that's um, Leah, the University of Northampton, uh, and uh, various other august bodies involved in that. Uh, so we have access to a huge amount of technical papers and, and great information. And then balancing that against some sort of really great people stories, because the people in the industry are what make it. Uh, so we decided that we would have a, um, we'd have a, sort of elevator pitch so we have that it's a great phrase that a lot of people know and then so we would give a little, a little short interviews we would have a more in-depth interview with a lift company uh we'd have an, another feature which is a life in a day where we kind of do a deep dive into an individual and their involvement in the industry uh, we have letters from the pit which is our agony uncle column as well and uh and then just gradually adding more bits in as as it grows of finding our feet of where of of what people want to want to see what they want to read in the magazine so the usual things of like what's what's the calendar and uh, what's happening in the business we have a behind the scenes at Leah which is always interesting um and uh sort of other things that gradually now we've been going for a year Gradually, people are sending us articles and giving us ideas of things that could be included. Um, so for the next issue, which is uh, January of 2024, it will be all about apprentices because we are going to be celebrating National Apprenticeship Week, which is in the first week in February. So and there are lots of great apprentices doing amazing things in the industry so we really want to celebrate them amazing i love that so how how many people read the lift industry news do you know um oh gosh um i should know shouldn't i should have <laughs> you know, 
at my fingertips. Uh, we're at 2,200 plus two, over 2,200 followers on LinkedIn. Um, each of the articles gets posted on LinkedIn. It goes out to, because it's free, I and mean, that's really important, it's free. So it's not like I can't say, oh, we've got this many subscribers, that we've got this many people who paid to subscribe. We have over, I think we have over 600 people who are subscribed, um, but then anybody can read it. So it's sort of, we need to start capturing the click-through rate to see sort of how many people are actually reading it. But it goes out to, it goes out to the Lift and Escalator Symposium database, uh, the CBC Lift Group database, and um, oh, and I think the Elevate database. So it's reaching, I think that's over 15,000 people that it's, wow. uh, it's reaching. So, uh, and hopefully, and a lot of people, I'm just uh, today uh, working out who's going to be the guest editor for the January edition. And the gentleman I'm talking to is like, oh, yeah, I always read it. So that's really nice too. It's really people, nice, yeah, to hear yeah. those kind of yeah stories. We get that with the podcast and we see like little pop-ups yeah. on LinkedIn. I'm like, oh, you're, you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. And it still gives me a thrill that that uh, something that I've worked on, something that I'm creating with a team is something that people appreciate and want to read and and are and get involved in. If we've yeah. got any young adults maybe leaving university or college that want to kind of get hold of the magazine, how what's the best way? Oh, just go online. So it's uh, it's just um, Google Lift Industry News, all one word, okay. um, and it will come up straight away. You can read the current edition, which is the October edition, and you can see all the past editions digitally. Uh, we do a monthly newsletter at the end of each month, picking up all of the up-to-date news and views from the industry as well. Uh, so that's also accessible. So, and as I said, it's all for free. So um, right. you can easily access it. And there's a sort of um, hello at Lift Industry News to get in touch with me uh, as well. So but we would love people to love more people to be reading it uh, but it gets a really good i think on linkedin it gets great it get, gets great traction you see people repost and people commenting and uh so um there's this lovely lady at a and a called jules black i don't know if you know her she's no, very good her, to be honest no never heard of her no we love jules absolutely love jules Jules um, Gemma at Dewhurst is also a fantastic, um, you know, amazing reposter, and um, and we're very grateful to everybody that picks stuff up and uh, and comments on it and reposts. It's it's brilliant, amazing. Well, I love reading it, and I've got it on the coffee table behind me. So yeah, no, I am a reader. Um, oh, I will get resharing, and I do really enjoy it. So thank, thank you. you for thank you for making it happen. Oh, well, no, thank you. That's it's just uh, it has been genuinely a, a joy and, and not what I expected at all. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a minute. Stuck in a Lift, brought to you by Black's Productions, is sponsored by VM Elevators Limited. VM Elevators is a premium and independent lift and escalator services provider covering call outs, routine maintenance, modernization, design and installation across all business sectors. 
Their friendly and reliable engineers are always ready to help and are located throughout the UK nationwide. So whether you are looking to upgrade your existing lift or escalator, seeking innovative solutions for a new construction project or requiring a reliable maintenance service provider, choose VM Elevators to be your trusted partner. Elevate your business and call VM Elevators for free today on 0800 448 8615 or submit a free quotation request form and find out more via www.vmelevators.com. VM Elevators, where vertical mobility meets unparalleled excellence. Follow on social at VM Elevators, hashtag we are VM Elevators. Uh, I'm not a journalist. Uh, there are some incredibly talented journalists out there in the uh, lift industry doing great things. Uh, that's that's not me. But I, I think, I hope, I know what people like and what people like to read and how it should look as well and, and how it looks as a magazine that becomes so it's appealing to read is also very important um and i love people so i love being able to talk to to you and, and to other people in the industry and just finding out what what they're doing and what it's all about and then telling their story um it's it's real honor to be able to do that i bet you're learning things every day it's non-stop i bet it it is um <laughs> I also, I have to admit, I read the, so we have a, a section um, called the Knowledge Bank in each edition, it, which is where the, this is the technical stuff. And I do read it and it might as well be going la, 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 la <laughs> to me because it's all, that there are, I mean, there are some great brains out there in the business that understand all these things. Um, and I'm very privileged to to be able to spend time with some of these people uh but just the the engineering expertise that goes into all aspects of lifts is and escalators is just incredible so my family mm. laugh at me now um so they've spent years of of shaking open a cereal packet and going oh yeah no pat was involved in that or going into a fast food restaurant going oh pat was involved in that now they go into a lift with me and i'm going oh look Look, this is what happens when the light beams. This is what does it, the light curtain and all the rest of it. And these doors are carved very closing very slowly. And they were honestly, you've just become such a lift geek. Mm -hmm. so, but it's it's really interesting. We take it for granted, I think, as a regular consumer, we just totally take it for granted that you can step press that button, step into lift, and it does what it's supposed to do. Nobody really gets the genius behind it all. Yeah, 100%. I I can read things too, and I'm like, not sure what I'm reading. But I've worked in the lift industry alongside all of this big adventure. But it wasn't till I got taken out on site and being put in a lift and shown what we're actually doing is then it started clicking together. And I was like, right, that is that, and that is that. But I'm quite visual. I need to see what you're actually talking yeah. about because I'm, yeah. I'm not yeah, a me, reader. Me too. Me too. I'm very visual. So... I think uh, so. I'm excited. I'm hoping to be able to go in um, the Great Glass Elevator at Battersea Power Station. Um, so uh, and being able to, and then write an article about that sort of behind the scenes article, which would be very exciting. And that's that's a real privilege to be able to do something like that as well. 
Oh yeah, 100%. Amazing. That would be amazing. I recently came back from Amsterdam just at the weekend and uh, there was a lookout tower. Yeah, you can go to the top and obviously see the mm-hmm. whole of Amsterdam and the lift that was in it was incredible. It was a bit like the Battersea one, to be fair, with all the, the lights flashing, yeah, and like yeah. the big glass um, cage around it. And I was like, I don't care what's at the top. I just want to keep going up and down in the lift. <laughs> I want to film it in all these different angles. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, I'm sure from your your perspective as well. It must be so interesting. But I think wherever I go in the world, and I've been very lucky with the jobs that I've done, that I will I've been up, I've been to lots of countries. I will always try and go to the highest highest point that you can get to, at oh, which involves okay. lifts as well. So so to see. A city from its highest point is very impressive. So, um, I've been up the Twin Towers um, numerous times and uh, gone and had a good look at New York from that aspect. It's just all the Empire State Building or Mm. the Sears Building in Chicago. All those sorts of places are just so fascinating. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so let's talk successful moments. I like this bit. So what has been your most successful moment with the lift industry news? So I think the when we got to our first birthday edition, so edition five, effectively, um, I was just really excited. I was so proud that we had done, we'd got four editions out and we're on to our fifth and with good, good visibility of what was happening for the future as well. And so to have achieved that, that was really amazing and and just all of that support that had come in from the industry and uh and we sent out to all our advertisers and everybody that written articles we sent them a a lovely bar of chocolate um with a little message wrapped around it to say thank you as well uh and somehow we um overestimated how much chocolate we had so we had quite a lot left in the fridge at the office i don't know how that happened uh and then also to just seeing the LinkedIn numbers going up and up and up and up and up. And I think to get to over 2000 followers in within a year for a startup or startup um, magazine is pretty impressive. So I was really, that's been another massive uh, high for me. And, and I'm so really all credit to the team for putting that, uh, getting behind that in particular, Emma, who does just the most amazing job in our social media and, and does it does it properly how it should be done yeah so what are you on now we're on to issue seven okay uh so which comes out in january 2024 um so focusing on apprentices so we're busy doing getting apprentices lined up to be interviewed uh, by lj a copywriter and and then uh, so what what does it mean to them and then what does it mean to the company that employs them as well so when i get that uh, that balance um sorted out the what's going in the knowledge bank chased it and then chased everybody who's all does all the regular articles of saying yeah your deadline <laughs> good and i've got to get it all done because it goes out mid-jan i go on holiday on the 5th of jan so it's got to be all done before christmas so busy no pressure <laughs> They get you off the podcast quick. Well, no, 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 all good. No, it's lovely to talk to you. So, from your career from start to now, what has been your hardest point? Ooh, 
gosh. Um, I've been working for a long time, so there's quite a few. Uh, with Lighthouse, which I'm still working on, and I do both jobs, COVID was horrific mm. because you, when you can't run a live event, uh, that was a massive challenge and and very and scary as well because you can see all the work you've done for the previous five years suddenly disappearing in front of your eyes um in fact it didn't we rallied and got things sorted and, and did live television for a week never again I don't, oh. pressure. I don't think my blood pressure has yet recovered uh but that was that was so fun it, we we turned you know, they say you get lem turn lemons into lemonade, and and it was that we we had a very difficult situation, and we managed to turn it around into something amazing. Um, oh, and I've had I've had that moments where you wake up at three o'clock in the morning with like ice going down your spine of that suddenly we hadn't got a sort of the the Muppets Treasure Island. That was one of the worst programs that ever ran. Um, that we hadn't managed to get the point of sale material out to Burger King on time and all those sort of things. Those, oh, wow. So, but, yeah, it, it, it's looking back at it, we always found working with great teams, you always find a solution. You always manage to fix things. And uh, and I think if you trust, trust in your team and they trust you, then you will always find a way around things. Um, mm. and, uh, it's a kind of good lesson to learn is that we are not – none of us are indispensable we can all we, you just need to work together to to find solutions to problems that teamwork teamwork makes dream, dream work. work absolutely <laughs> how did you find entering such a male dominated industry as a woman i think i was, I was a little concerned about it because uh it is so incredibly male dominated but honestly everyone has been so welcoming um and so friendly uh and i don't i don't pretend i know anything that i don't know uh so i think if you admit that you are that you don't you don't know something and you're asking for information you're asking for advice and guidance then people respond well to it and and certainly everybody has been so i kind of haven't really noticed the the male dominance of it um and I've met that. some amazing amazing women as well absolutely I met some amazing men and I've met some absolutely women that you know I'd want to sit down and go out and have a drink with mm. no that's really nice that you've not noticed it I do love that okay. so looking back on your career what advice would you give to any young adults starting their career in the lift industry yeah, in the lift industry. I don't mm, I don't know if I'm really qualified. I would say go to there's some great companies out there. Uh and so do your research and get in touch with them. Use LinkedIn. Uh and it seems to be a really great way of finding out more about all the different companies. And 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 just be aware that within the industry there are so many different bits so if you want to be an engineer or or do you want to be in sales or do you want to be in marketing or you know there's there's so many different elements 
within it uh, that could suit different people. But it is research, research, research. Join and trade bodies uh, like SIBSI are incredibly useful in uh, guiding you in the right direction. Okay. No, thank you. Have you seen anything that's unexpected along your journey? Oh, well, yeah, I think um, so. We uh, were exhibited at LiftX last year at uh, the Excel. Yeah. And I honestly thought, oh, well, I've done stands before in previous jobs and uh, it's all been fine. And that, bearing in mind that my last my last trade stand was at um, a licensing show where the first highlight of the day would be that costume characters would do a walk around the show so (laughs) you're there you're there with um the paw patrol and sonic the hedgehog and uh uh, stormtroopers and all that sort of thing and so therefore and then so i'm going to a lift exhibition and i'm Mm -hmm. okay it's good and i was i was so wrong because I thought the ingenuity that the lift companies put in but to the build of their stands, so they looked superb, and to how they could encourage people to come onto the stand. They had so many different clever ways uh, from like, golf, little mini golf things, to fairground attractions, to great giveaways. Uh, so it was, I was really impressed by the thought that had had gone into all these different all these different stands and how wrong I was that it wasn't it it, it isn't a, a sort of dull industry at all it's an industry that's just buzzing and and full of life and full of creativity um yeah it was, I, I it was my first time too and I was blown away it was incredible yeah. I mean who would have known that there were so many lift geeks in the world there's hundreds there's thousands I know. And everybody was so friendly as well. that Everyone was trying to help each other out with your stand build and borrowing things and lending things. And so it was it was really great. And, and all credit to the team that uh, LiftX, uh, Leah's team that put it together. So they were so, so professional, so helpful. I was uh, yeah. can't wait for 2025 now. Yeah, it's too long away. Guys, we've got to I do know. it every year. I know, I know, I know. Yeah, but you <laughs> got, got you managed to squeeze. You managed to squeeze into lifting, didn't you? So that was, yeah. <laughs> so we like to end our podcast in tradition, and we would love to know who you'd want to be stuck in a lift with. Ah, yes. Well, this gets, sort of goes back to the beginning of our conversation, I think, which is when I was saying about books and. Lord of the Rings is so as I said I reread Lord of the Rings every other year um, one of my great memories of my life in film in film marketing was going to a meeting at Warner Brothers where their air conditioning had broken in New York in 100 degree heat and 100% humidity no air conditioning oh and I was God. in a very very bad mood and they sat me down and they had got the rights to it was New Line Cinema who Warner Brothers now own um, and they said, we're going to show you the first rushes from Lord of the Rings. And I was so grumpy, My, the book I love most in the world. And they were going to do a really bad, I knew they were going to do a really bad job with it. And it was a bit where um, the hobbits are hiding from the, the dark, um, the nine riders. Uh, and I had, bearing in mind, I was saying 100% humidity, 100 degree heat, no air conditioning. The hairs on the back of my neck stood up when I saw that bit of film. 
And so I would love to meet Peter Jackson and say to him how much that piece of film affected me and how much I love what he did with the whole of the Tolkien uh, work um, from The Hobbit through The Lord of the Rings. So that would be my choice, Peter Jackson. I mean, the man's a genius. He made his the first man. film when he was eight. Did you know that? I know. I know. Eight. I know. Such a genius. And transform. I mean, I was lucky enough. I worked on Star Wars when it first happened. And so working with Lucas and what Lucasfilm did in transforming special effects. Mm. Then what Peter Jackson at VETA did was just took it to a whole new level. Um, and so that, that as you say, genius. Yeah. Genius. My favourite Peter Jackson film is Lovely Bones. Have you seen it? Oh, yes, I have. Yeah. The way it's filmed is just yeah. so different from anything else. Yeah. And again, Although read... an awful story, but just the way it's filmed, just how that yeah. she transforms into like different worlds and she goes through that whole emotion as she's passed. Yeah. yeah. And again, I read the book and uh, and you always think, oh, can the film ever live up to the book? And again, he did. he did a absolute banging job so you should never doubt him never never doubt him so i need to be in a quite a long lift journey with him please alice if that's all right if you can make right, that well, happen i'll break it down <laughs> we've got lift keys in the office i'll just have to take one of those with me and go right stopping it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay well leave it with me let me see what i can thank do you. thank you friend <laughs> pat thank you so much for joining us today at stuck in the lift it's been a pleasure Oh, Alice, thank you so much for inviting me. It really, really is an honour uh, to talk to you and to be part of this. And congratulations on Stuck in a Lift. I absolutely love it. Uh, oh, thank you. Brilliant podcast. So, And uh, we'll meet for that coffee soon. Yes, we need to get that in the diary, 100%. Listeners, if you are out there and wanting to join us for a chat on Stuck in a Lift, all you need to do is give us a message on LinkedIn under Black's Productions. And if you enjoyed our podcast today, we ask if you can share the love and hit subscribe. We would much appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in and have a great day.